autumn storms and flood forecasting. Although summer's kind of over, we still got unstable air. That causes localised bursts of rain, 20 millimetres in an hour. A week in the life of a hurricane. More wet weather on its way across Britain. We are expecting some pretty heavy rain to be across much of the country on Saturday night. And after a very soggy week, that rain does need watching. It's Friday, the 5th of October, and you're listening to Weather Snap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir, and you're listening to Weather Snap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. The village of Laxley on the Isle of Man was cut off on Tuesday when its river burst its banks. The clean-up operation continues under dense, looming clouds and the prospect of more wet weather. Heavy showers across England and Wales also caused flash flooding this week, and with no dry weather on the horizon, the country remains on flood alert. I spoke to Brian Vinyl from the Met Office Flood Forecasting Centre. What's been happening this week? Where are we most concerned? We've had a really busy week, but it's been quite isolated. So it's been widespread rain, but it's been some really embedded heavy pulses within that. So we've seen some flooding on the Isle of Man. They had a really intense local burst of rainfall that caused some really severe impacts through that area. The rain across the Isle of Man, was it more persistent or was it the heavy, heavy sort of intense pulses? One of the biggest challenges we still have is the difference between the frontal rain and the convective rain. Frontal rain, organised rain bands, very well modelled, broad areas of rain, don't tend to cause flooding unless you get it persistent over quite a few days. So we had Storm Desmond a few years ago in Cumbria. That was persistent rain bands, one after the other after the other. What we had on the Isle of Man and we had down in the south recently was convective rain. So although summer's kind of over, we still got unstable air. That causes localised bursts of rain, 20 millimetres in an hour. We tend to say we have a kind of lookup table that says 30 millimetres in an hour is when you tend to get surface water flooding. And we've seen those sort of rainfall amounts and we've had that flooding. What advice would you give to people who have seen surface or flash flooding through the last few days? Don't drive through it straight away. We've all seen the pictures of the cars, especially if you see a bridge. There's normally a dip under a bridge. So you're seeing it, it looks like a nice gentle puddle. Drive through, six foot of water, your car's floating. Fords, stay away from Fords. We say three inches of water can knock you off your feet. Just stay away from any running water. It's dangerous. It's, it's not something that we should be going through at all. So stay safe. Ten years it has been since the Flood Forecasting Centre opened. Congratulations. Thank you. So what do you do? So the Flood Forecasting Centre, as you say, we've been running ten years. We tell the emergency responders what they need to do. It's not just about rainfall, it's about the impact assessment. So we're not just looking at rain, we're looking at how wet the ground is, how much rain it takes. We tell the Environment Agency and Natural Resources Wales what the weather forecast is and what we think those impacts are. They issue flood warnings. We can actually go six to ten days out now. We even do a 30-day outlook to say how's it going to be over Christmas. We give all the responders a heads up to how busy they're going to be so they can do their jobs protecting the public. Brian Vinyl, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you, Claire. That was Brian Vinyl from the Met Office Flood Forecasting Centre. It's not just here in the UK where there has been a lot of rain. The southwest monsoon across India and its subcontinent has tipped 10% of normal accumulative rainfall, with torrential downpours claiming lives and towns and villages underwater. 
It's the heaviest rains to impact India in 25 years and so far since June has killed 1,600 people. And whilst normally the season ends in September, withdrawal of these tropical rains is late this year. In fact, a month later in the northern reaches of the country. In the past week, power supplies have failed and many are stranded without food or clean water. In Patma, that's Bihar's capital city, two million people have been affected by significant flooding. The wet weather has now transferred westwards, and that's to much of Pakistan and the extreme of northwest India. From Saturday, the forecast is for thunderstorms, and this will inundate this region with large hail as well as strong winds. Back to the UK now, and here's Alex with the life of Lorenzo and the forecast for the weekend. This week has all been about Hurricane Lorenzo, a record-breaking tropical cyclone. More because of its location than anything else, claiming the current record for the most intense hurricane to track the furthest northeast across the North Atlantic. Well, since the satellite era was able to capture these storms. For a short time, it also became only the second Category 5 hurricane of the season. Last weekend, it went from a Cat 3 to a Cat 5 with sustained winds of 160 miles an hour and then back to a Cat 3 in just 36 hours. Hurricane Lorenzo then tracked towards the Azores as a Category 2 storm and caused significant damage to these remote Atlantic islands. The hurricane then continued its passage northeastwards, heading towards the UK and Ireland, where it underwent something called extratropical transition. This is the process whereby a tropical system is modified by cooler ocean waters and takes on the characteristics of a more typical storm that normally develops across the mid-latitudes. However, as it approached the UK and Ireland, it was still packing something of a punch, still bringing some strong winds, and Met Aaron issued an orange warning for the damaging winds. So Hurricane Lorenzo became ex-Lorenzo and is now Storm Lorenzo, but nevertheless, it is still bringing some strong gusts. On to the details for the weekends, and we're going to start largely dry, but a little bit chilly. However, there is more rain to come as a, another weather system way out in the North Atlantic uh, brings its weather fronts across the UK. These weather fronts will become slow moving and there is some uncertainty at the time of recording about their exact progress. But rather like last weekend, we are expecting some pretty heavy rain to be across much of the country on Saturday night. And after a, a very soggy week, that rain does need watching. As for Sunday, well, the rain may start to fizzle out, but it could linger across parts of the east. So we should see some sunny spells developing across the south and the west. But as I said, there is a bit of uncertainty, so stay tuned to the very latest forecast. Thank you, Alex. Now, Martin Bowles has last week's highs and lows. Here are your weekly extremes from Monday the 23rd of September to Sunday the 29th of September. The highest max occurred on Tuesday the 24th of September when Kinloch Q over the Northwest Highlands reached a high of 22.3 Celsius. It was during the early morning of Friday that the lowest temperature was recorded. It dipped to a lower of 2.9 Celsius in Altanahara, again in the Northwest Highlands. It was a wet week with a few places seeing over 50 millimetres of rain in one day. Boscombe Down in Wiltshire recorded the most. There, 55.8 millimetres fell. 
and it wasn't really a great week for sunshine. The sunniest day was in Charterhall over the Scottish borders, which had 8.9 hours of sunshine. Thank you, Martin. That's it for WeatherSnap. I'm Claire Nazir. This week's producer was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next time as we take a closer look at the week's weather. WeatherSnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.